us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end, on the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Yes, um, yes, thank you, Father, that you're with us in every circumstance. And there's uh, lots of different emotions that are going through um, people's thoughts at this time. But we still have this truth. So I, I just pray, God, thank you, God, that... Um, love nothing can separate us from the love of Christ nor height nor depth nor nothing COVID nothing we have we have Christ as our hope and joy we've got a right to celebrate and be joyful because we have this truth to celebrate and I pray that the peace that passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in the love and the knowledge of Christ during this season, no matter what you're going through. Bless you, Christ, first.
great stuff. As I'm sure you will appreciate the worship team and all they've been doing for this entire year and today especially. We can thank them. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. So you're going to have to find your way off stage and Marin's about to join us. But let me just say a few words as we move into this uh, wonderful message I'm sure we're going to receive from Marin as always. We are um, in a difficult season. We know that. I just want to encourage you as a church to continue with all the things that we've been doing over this season, to continue to look to connect, to make sure we're looking out for each other. And as we have said so many times, and we will continue to say, if you know of any special needs, people that need special help, please do let the church know. We are going to do everything we can to make sure people are looked after. I want to also take a moment, as I did on Friday, just to thank everyone for all they've been doing over this season right up to today as we turn the year to keep us connected as a church. That means everyone, every one of you who's connected one-to-one with people, your small group leaders, worship teams, technical people who have done so much work in this season, all of those that have brought messages in the Word, everyone that has prayed for us on a Sunday morning. We've taken full advantage of God's creation of technology to keep us together, and we're thankful for that. Because in this season, it would be so easy to disconnect. And yet through the wonders of his creativity, which we see displayed right now on your screens, we've been able to stay together. But the most important thing is that we always remember we are a church family. And we need to do everything we can to maintain that family. So let's look out for each other. We're not a company. We're not an organization. We're a family. And we need to look after each other. So please do that. But as we say, if you need special help for someone in this season, do reach out to the church office and we will make sure we do everything we can. Be blessed. And now I'm going to hand over to Marion. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Christmas. I was tempted to say I hope it'll be one to remember. But uh, that reminded me of a December many years ago when I'd been at a conference in London and uh, I was, had to drive back to our little village in Leicestershire to play at a wedding. I got away from London just fine, but 20 miles from home, I hit a snowstorm. I ended up slithering off the M1, uh, eventually making it to the village and abandoning my car at the bottom of the road. I got to the church two hours late. There were eight people there, including the bride and groom, and the minister, and the caretaker. There was no light, just candles, which sounds very romantic, except that it meant also there was no heating. My fingers felt as though they were frozen to the keyboard. And in that situation, one bright spark prayed, Lord, we pray that John and Janine will have a day to remember. Well, that was a prayer that didn't need much answering. I think that was pretty much guaranteed. And I don't think anyone will forget Christmas 2020, will they? I wonder what you have missed most during the COVID crisis. For me, it has been just being with people. For me, it's been these two little people. Both of them have been born in lockdown, and they're not babies anymore. And I've never been able to hold them. Somehow seeing them from two meters away isn't the same. I need to be able to touch, to be with them, to become part of their lives, not to be a stranger to them. Even discovering their names took a while. I wonder how many of you parents chose your children's names before they were born. 
I know we did, although we had a little bit of a wobble with the first one just at the end, and he was maybe going to be Gabriel instead of Russell, but he ended up as Russell. And at Christmas, we as Christians celebrate the, name, the birth of Emmanuel, a Hebrew name, the name given to Jesus before his birth, chosen not by Mary and Joseph, but by God. And we read, the virgin will conceive and bear a child. She will give birth to a son, and he will be called Emmanuel. And Emmanuel means God with us. While driving this week, I heard Jamie Cullum on the radio talking about his new Christmas jazz CD and saying how much we like the ritual of the same 60 or so songs every Christmas each year and how hard it is to get a new Christmas song accepted. And I'm aware that at Christmas, lots of people join in a Christmas service when they might not even know that they believe, be sure they believe in God, but somehow the familiarity of the carols and the candles and the story of a baby in a manger is comforting, reassuring even. Can I ask you that if you fall into that group, that for these few minutes this morning, you suspend that disbelief and work with me on the hypothesis, the assumption that God exists, that God is. So, God is. If we accept that, what is God like? What would you like him to be like? Loving, caring, kind, interested in you, God Emmanuel with us. As a church, we've just finished a 10-week series on who God is. And I think we've probably just scratched the surface. We looked at designer and creator and looking at those baby pictures, I remember holding my first baby and just marveling at the perfection of these little toes and these little fingers, wondering at this creation. And then I also remember going to Uluru, uh, it used to be known as Ayers Rock in Australia, and camping out under the stars. And the sky in the Southern Hemisphere is, of course, different from what we see here. And as we looked up, the air was incredibly clear. And it was as if someone had taken a scattergun and just sprayed the, the sky with stars. It was, in true use of that word, awesome. So we saw that he is creator and designer, but also that God is powerful, outside of time, everywhere, all the time, unchangeable. And yes, patient, loving, and gracious. The wonder of Christmas is that this awesome God becomes a human, becomes like us, one of us. I often might find myself at Christmas just in tears at the enormity of this act, Emmanuel, God with us. So that's God. So, what about the us? Who are we? Well, we certainly have the capacity to love, 
to be patient and kind and forgiving, but we also have the capacity to be mean and uncaring and unforgiving. Moreover, we are limited in time and space. How often have you yelled at someone, I can't be in two places at the same time? We are born and we die. Our time is not limitless. We know joy and pain, grief and loss, relationship and loneliness, hunger and fullness. For many of us, never more so than at this current time. But the name means Emmanuel, God with us. What does that little preposition with mean? With is about presence. That's presence with a C, not presence with a T-S, which is what we're looking forward to at the end of this week. It means being with someone. It's often said that when someone's grieving, what they want is not fine words or trite assurances. They need somebody to be with them, to presence themselves with them. To be with And Emmanuel means God, the supreme being, the life giver, the creator, presences himself with us. What does that mean? How does that work out? Well, I think it means three things. First of all, I think it means that God identifies himself with us. He becomes one of us. He humbles himself. He becomes a human being. He limits himself to being a helpless baby. He has his nappy changed. He learns to walk and to talk. He makes friends. He loses friends and is often found on his own. But we read in the Bible, the word... That's the reason behind the whole universe. Became human and lived amongst us. Sometimes people picture Jesus as a sort of superhero who could do anything and never had a problem or a struggle. But the amazing thing is he chose to be one of us. Not to be like, but to be. He knew joy and pain grief and loss, relationship and loneliness, hunger and fullness. He chose to be born as one of us, and he chose to die as one of us, to take our dark side on himself so that we could share his kind of life, life to the full. Uh, But that's the Easter story part two of the Christmas story. Come back in March to find that, or better still, ask a Christian friend to tell you about it. This is the baby born to die. For now, we are concentrating on the wonder of God becoming one of us. Charles Wesley, who wrote the hymn... Sorry. Charles Wesley, who wrote... In hark the herald angels sing, veiled in flesh the Godhead see. Also wrote in another carol, 
God contracted to a span, incomprehensibly made man. So God identifies himself with us. And secondly, God presences himself with us. He comes alongside us. The Bible tells us that Jesus promised a comforter, a paraclete, someone who would come alongside us and said of himself right at the end of his time on earth, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And this is where Jesus owns his name, Emmanuel. He takes it on himself. In the Old Testament, God is called I am. And Jesus says here, I am, I am with you always. Emmanuel, God with you. And he says it is forever, not just when he was physically present with them, but he is present now. He was present then and he will be present in the future. We've got used, haven't we, during COVID to going for walks with just one other person, and we're back to that again, one-to-one. And somehow the very presence of that other person with us, walking with us, is very comforting in these times. And often relationships have, have deepened as we have not just walked, but we have talked. Emmanuel, God with us means that in our loneliness, in the dark night of the soul, when everything seems lost and helpless and hopeless, God is there. We can reach out and touch him. God is beside you right now in that chair next to you. He's in the room here. He's in the room with you. And there's a wonderful promise in the Bible that says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You do not need to be alone at this time. There is always Emmanuel, God with us. So God identifies himself with us. God presences himself with us. And then thirdly, God is for us. I'm a great sports fan, principally rugby, but cricket and football too. My boys did rugby. My dad used to take me to watch Gillingham play football in the winter and Kent play cricket in the summer. I was an only child. And you always want to know, or I always want to know with a new friend, whose side are you on? Who do you support? Who are you for? Uh, And for my birthday this year, I received a Leicester Tigers uh, shirt and a Watford scarf although I have to confess that at heart I'm a Liverpool supporter. My boys are Liverpool supporters, my son-in-law, and so is my, are my grandsons. Didn't we do well yesterday, boys? <clears throat> Sadly, uh, I've not been able to wear either the scarf or the shirt. But they say, they declare, that's my team. That's who I'm rooting for. In the footy, I'm hollering, foul ref. In cricket, I'm shouting and cheering when the ball goes over the boundary. And at the mall, I'm saying, heave. 
In fact, I think my boys often used to want to disown me at a Tigers match because I'd be shouting, get him down, get him down, and they'd be sort of looking the other way. But the Bible says, has a wonderful verse again, it declares, if God is for us, who can be against us? It's a rhetorical question. There's no answer to that. And Emmanuel means God is for us. God is rooting for us. He's on our side. He wants the very best for us. He wants us to be the very best version of ourselves. Those babies that I showed, I wonder what their parents want for them. What does any parent want for their child? I am more proud of the children my people have become, my, of the people my children have grown up to be and of their achievements. That's not to say I'm not proud of their achievements. Of course I am. But the person you are is always the most important thing to your loved ones, to society, and to God, who is for you. So... God identifies himself with us. God presences himself with us. God is for us. I'm going to pray for us in a moment. But if something in this message has struck a chord with you and you want this Emmanuel God to be with you for the first time this Christmas... Don't let that go. Pursue it. There's a breakout room at the end of our meeting with someone you can talk to about this. Just type in the chat box uh, with me and you'll be connected to that. If that's asking too much, talk to somebody in the room that's sitting with you. Pick up the phone and talk to somebody. But don't let it go. If you already know this God and are feeling far away from him, or struggling in some situation in your life or your being, maybe feeling isolated or whatever else, there's a thousand and one things that I could talk about at the moment, then type for me in the box and someone will be waiting to pray with you to hold on to that promise that God is for you. God, Emmanuel, with us. Let's pray. Father God, creator of the universe, Lord of time, all-knowing, all-sufficient, we want to thank you for coming down as a baby to be God with us, Emmanuel. We are overwhelmed, amazed. Thank you, Father, that because Jesus was born and died, we can be with you and you with us. Thank you for coming alongside us, whether we feel it or not. May we claim your promise to draw near to you, knowing that you will draw near to us. For those struggling right now with loneliness, 
depression, financial insecurity, tense relationships. I pray that they may know that you are on their side, with them, that they do not face the battle alone, that you are for them. May they know the truth of your promise. My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. May Emmanuel, God with us, be our watchword and experience this Christmas. Amen. Happy Christmas, everyone.